Stockfile Masterclass, the gateway to wealth and wisdom. Each week, we speak to inspiring thought leaders and innovators from diverse fields. We're here to equip you with the necessary tools and information to unlock your financial future. Let me ask you a question. Did they teach you about financial education at school? Or did your parents ever teach you about it? My point exactly. Listen in as Tula and Cabela unwrap everything that you need to know about money, investments, entrepreneurship, and how to create wealth. Give it up for Tula and Cabello. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to the Stockfile Masterclass, your gateway to wisdom and wealth. So for today's episode, we are talking property. It's property 101. We're going to get into the fundamentals of what property is. It's what it is, who are the role players, what you need to do um, to, to, to start investing in property, what are the different types of uh, property investments that um, are out there, uh, what are the different institutions that you need to know about to help you start your journey in, into investing property. Um, so it's everything property, but just the entry level. And today, the master that we have with us on the subject is Master Ernest Zamisa. Welcome, Ernest. Hi, how are you? Ah, I'm very well, thanks. Good, good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. All I know about you is that you are a wealth, wealth consultant. Yes. And you also happen to be very passionate about property and the world of investment and all of that. Yes, but yes, yes. please tell us just a little bit about yourself. Who is Ernest Zamisa and why is he a master? Well, in, in, in summary, I think um, to become a master, you must have practiced something for a long time. And that's where mastery comes in. I think um, I've been involved in investments and wealth consulting um, as a career from, mm-hmm. I think you're looking at 15 years now mm-hmm. since I started working. Mm-hmm. And through that, uh, property investment was part of the portfolios that I've always been involved in. And um, having exercised a, a few of, of property investment strategies myself, you know, you get to understand what works, what doesn't mm-hmm. work, what's practical, what's realistic, and what's a pipe dream. And from that, you sort of gain mastery of being able to identify what will work and identify what you shouldn't get involved in. And um, calling me a master, that's interesting. I think I still need a couple of more years to become a master. A However, master. Yeah. It's, 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 I think that's what it is. It's about wealth, preservations of wealth, wealth. and wealth creation. Okay. And property is one of the ways that that you can start with without necessarily having inherited anything. Anything. Okay, fabulous. Okay, well, because this show is brought to you by Stockfile Voice Media, we have to ask you, do you belong to a Stockfile? If no, why? If yes, please tell us about it. I think no. No. But um, Why not? I think my perception of Stockfile... Um, was, you know, it, it was a slightly misunderstood. And I think if I did belong to one, I would um, engage a little bit more things. How I see Stockfell is it, it, it's a banking system. 
And I think um, the reason why I don't belong to one is because I think the the current stock fields are not being utilized to maximize the opportunity that uh, the accumulation of funds um, can do. So what I'm saying is collecting money to dispose of it and then starting afresh again mm, mm. is is like uh, hear you. living for the day. Um, so true. And, and every time I see it, I'm thinking... But you know, there could be so much more. The power of a of, of collective mm-hmm. coming together and actually putting that as an investment for something greater mm. could actually go further. And so that's why I look at it as a banking system. And I think it's... Um, it's more than a banking system because exactly what you're talking about now um, with, with uh, the reason why we're doing this show is the misconceptions that people have. Yeah. And we want to take stock files from being consumers or just mm. savers yes. to start thinking investment, which yeah. requires more of a long-term yeah. goal. And also at the same time, we're not saying don't be... We are consumers by nature as human beings to live you need to consume Um, of course so do the things you need to do but take a portion of that money that you do save and invest it for more long term in fact I I would go the other in investments and wealth consulting um, as a career from Mm -hmm. I think you're looking at 15 years now Mm -hmm. since I started working Mm -hmm. and through that uh, property investment was part of the portfolios that I've always been involved in and um, having exercised a a few of, of property investment strategies myself you know you get to understand what works what doesn't work, what's practical, what's realistic, and what's a pipe dream. And from that, you sort of gain mastery of being able to identify what will work and identify what you shouldn't get involved in. And um, calling me a master, that's interesting. I think I still need a couple of more years to become a master. The However, master. Yeah. It's, 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 I think that's what it is. It's about wealth, preservations of wealth, wealth. and wealth creation. Okay. And property is one of the ways that, that you can start with without necessarily having inherited anything. anything. Yeah. Okay, fabulous. Okay, well... Because this show is brought to you by Stockfile Voice Media, we have to ask you, do you belong to a Stockfile? If no, why? If yes, please tell us about it. I think no. No. But um, Why not? I think my perception of Stockfile um, was, you know, it, it was a slightly misunderstood. And I think if I did belong to one, I would... Um, engage a little bit more things. How I see Stockfell is it's, it's a banking system. And I think um, the reason why I don't belong to one is because I think the, the current Stockfells are not being utilized to maximize the opportunity that uh, the accumulation of funds um, can do. So what I'm saying is collecting money to dispose of it and then starting afresh again mm, mm. is is like uh, I hear you. living for the day. Um, so true. And, and every time I see it, I'm thinking, but you know, there could be so much more. The power of, of, of a collective mm-hmm. coming together and actually putting 
that as an investment for something greater mm. could actually go further. And so that's why I look at it as a banking system and I think it's... Um, it's more than a banking system because exactly what you're talking about now um, with, with uh, the reason why we're doing this show is the misconceptions that people have. Yeah. And we want to take stock files from being consumers or just mm. savers yes. to start thinking investment, which yeah. requires more of a long-term yeah. goal. And also at the same time, we're not saying don't be... We are consumers by nature as human beings to live you need to consume yeah. um, of course so do the things you need to do but take a portion of that money that you do save and invest it for more long term in fact I, I would go the other way around and say eat mm-hmm. a portion eat, and, eat a portion and, and save the majority yes um, and, and that's because of the power of, of a collective investment. It's unlike you doing it yourself. So, it might be yeah. a small portion from your own pocket, but when it comes together as, as a group, weight. it has weight. And there's so much that can be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fabulous, fabulous. Okay, so, um, like, investing is very broad. It's a broad subject. that We could talk for days and days and days yeah. about it. But... Um, could you kindly explain to us what are the different ways our Stockfell listeners can invest in property? So what are the different vehicles, so to speak, of in property investment? So property is broad yes. in a sense. And uh, just one of the number one rules that, that we need to identify with is that um, not all property is an investment. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the misconception Why? that's out there. Uh, most people How? have bought property and they've realized that actually it's not an investment. There's too much fixing up that needs to happen. The neighborhood is not so great. Uh, those are, is, is that what you end that, up realizing? That's, that's one of them. Another okay. one is um, uh, sometimes most people think when they buy the property that they stay in, it's an investment. It's, it's not an investment. It's a liability. Okay. Because you're paying for it, you're maintaining it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of capital outflow from your side. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, but however, even it, 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 the, if it, if you're in a neighbourhood and the value appreciates in the long run, if you were to decide to sell, investment, you've gained something. Yeah. So you, you talk about equity growth. Yes. And okay. if you look at equity growth in in property, and you take the number of years it takes for equity growth. Um, within that market, um, it would depend. Um, unless it grows within the next two to five years and there's the, the value of the, the area grows and you're able to sell it, we can call that an investment. But mostly, you're looking, if you're investing in property, you're looking at, and depending on the strategy and the method that you're looking at, mm-hmm. but if you're buying a property where you are staying mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily an investment because remember, the purpose of buying property where you are living in, you're creating a home which is, um, there's an emotional attachment to it. There's a societal uh, attachment to it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to stay there for quite a while. So it's it's, it's more like a base for your children. You're creating stability for family. Mm -hmm. You're creating social network. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a total different mindset. Whereas if you're investing, you're saying, I'm looking for returns on this. Um, And I want my returns, then you can time them. I want my returns in this format, either as an income, generated over this period or mm-hmm. I'm looking for my returns as equity okay. or I'm looking for my returns as immediate profit. Um, okay. So there's, there's ve- and, and the, the strategy will then determine what do you want to do with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, property. Okay. So you've, you've mentioned uh, there's, there's property as equity. Yes. Uh, so I'm taking, are we talking stocks now, investing on the stock exchange with property portfolio 
companies and so forth. And then the brick and mortar investing in property in terms of buying, say, a, a townhouse and then you, gener- you you pay off the bond with rental income and then you live off of the rental income, da 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 Are those the only two different types of investing in property or are there other different levels? Well, there's, I think there's about... Um 13 investment strategies in property, but I'll, I'll share three, the three that most people usually use. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, you'll be looking at um, flipping. It's called flipping mm-hmm. or, you know, where you buy a uh, property, a delib- uh, you know, debilitated property. Yeah, like a, an auction and stuff like that. auction in a good area. Okay. And then you renovate it. All right. Um, and then you sell it. And then you would get your returns. Yes. So that, that's that's flipping. Yes. Um, that's number one. Second one that most people usually would talk about is buy to rent. You know, where you buy the property and okay. you're hoping to generate rental income from that property. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be done in various forms. Of course, uh, complying with uh, the, regula- the regulations that are involved with okay. it. Um, okay. And then the third one that some people have gotten into is buying the property, especially if it's in a good area, mm. and converting its rights from residential to business rights. Okay. Um, just by doing that, okay. um, then the property is now sold as a business and uh, the value uh, then yes. is totally different. You know, So that's, that's what one of the main ones that um, in property investors would then do. Okay, but then what about the, I still feel like I know there's, um, <laughs> uh, you must forgive my ignorance and lack of knowledge. I'm coming from a zero base myself, so I hope my listeners were just the same, we're getting informed. Um, investing in, in property on the stock market. Okay. Yes, let's go deeper into that. Is there a diverse, so, how does no. that work? That <clears throat> so, so you're looking at buying um uh, share portions yes. of a particular property. So let's there take, for example, a commercial property. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say a company decided they're going to develop a mall. And within that mall, they need uh, certain funds. So a fund will be created. Okay. Um, which will then say we are going to sell uh, shares or stocks within that fund. And let's say we need, um, what, 10 million to revamp the mall. Okay. And then somebody, the, you know, investors would come in and it will be accumulated from various people and they'll put the money and it will equal to 10 million. Mm. And then what happens is then you get tenants once the property has been built. Mm-hmm. And then as the rental appreciation goes and the value grows and mm-hmm. so forth, um, then your share that you had contributed, let's say I had put in 10,000 rands, mm-hmm. suddenly it becomes 12,000 rands. That's just the basic, I'm just simplifying it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would be buying into the shares okay. or the stocks of that particular, so there's no brick on mortar necessarily. Yeah. You're just buying into that um, um, portfolio. Okay. That's, that's there. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So th- that's, a, th- that's another way of investing in property. In fact, that one could be slightly safer um, depending on what you want to do. Okay. So if, if, if you're a person that's always moving around and you don't want to be looking after the property yourself, yes. doing maintenance, yes, and yes. you don't want the hassle of, um, you know, what happens when you're not there to collect, mm-hmm. so that could be a safer one. Mm-hmm. And um, that also 
um, has very good growth. In okay. fact, if you look at the returns over a 20-year per- uh, period, period yes. uh, property performs much better than all um, other industries yeah. that are represented on the stock exchange. Yeah. Oh, that's actually quite interesting. So now, um, um, I know when we're talking about the brick and mortar uh, uh, investment in property, you're dealing with um, your real estate agencies. Um, and then when it comes to the, the, uh, the stock exchange, do you, do you deal with somebody who, are they companies that are specifically focused yeah, in so property <laughs> investment, helping you broker property uh, investment and build a portfolio? Exactly. So okay. you, you're looking at dealing with brokers, fund managers, you know, there's um, certain regulations that they yes. have to meet with yes. regards to the FSCA or previously known as uh, Financial Service board okay and then it goes into a totally different um, space all right all space and if you look at any most of the funds with any investment company they do have a property portfolio okay and the property portfolio will depend on like for instance um, like Santon Santon City or something mm-hmm. somebody owns it and it's it's it has been highly invested by one of the big insurance companies okay you look at um, you know one of the especially business centers. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's owning that, 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 that business, but you're buying shares into them through the broker, th- uh, to the fund manager who manages those funds to make sure that there are returns for the investors, investors. or what they call shareholders in this sense, you know. Okay. Yeah. So who are the, 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 the top players in the industry when it comes to, to, to this in South Africa? Just for uh, knowing, you know, and keeping an eye out in terms of well, what's happening. It's it's your major insurance houses. Okay. Um, it's your financial houses. It's okay. people with capital. All right. So the the people who have the capital and want to create returns, one of the ways, if they're not buying into companies, mm-hmm. which is part of the stock, buying into companies for companies to grow, um, they would then buy into a property portfolio okay. as, as part of, um, to balance off the risk exposure mm-hmm. for, for that particular uh, fund. Okay. So okay. all of them would have on one point or the other a property portfolio. Portfolio that you, yeah. can, you can look into. Okay, great stuff. Um, then as, as a stock file, for example, if we're a group and we're stockholders, we want to invest in property, um, but we're looking at the brick and mortar side of it yeah. of, of investing. Maybe we we want to work on flipping houses, like mm. you just mentioned. Um, what is the first procedure? What 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 are the steps that we need to follow in order for us to be able to do that? I mean, one of the questions that you need to ask yourself is when you're saying you're investing in a stock fell, you're putting your money, mm-hmm. right? That's the first investment. Do you want to invest time as well? That's, that's the second yes. question. Do mm-hmm. you, when you're saying you want to flip, are you going to hire an external contractor mm-hmm. to flip the property for you? Or are you going to be investing your own time or expertise? Do you have people who are contractors who will be able to flip at a cost-effective, you know, okay. uh, way so there's benefit to the group? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're looking at a stock fell, my, my, my thinking in terms of investment, and, and, and I might be, I stand, I stand to be corrected, is yes. that when you are investing um, into something, you, you have to decide what you're investing. If you're investing money, then the money must work for you. Okay, if not If you're investing time, time is very expensive. 
um, it must also have returns for you. And then what I've noticed is that people, if you're going to invest in Stockfell, is because your time is already invested in something else, which is your career or, or your business, mm -hmm. right? So you're investing capital so that the capital can work for you. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to invest into property, then you want the capital to be able to take care of that and generate its own mm -hmm. returns okay. with regards to okay. that. And you also have to look at the returns on investing in brick and mortar. Okay. And it, it, it takes you back to those uh, 13 investment strategies, but yes. let me take it on what people know, the number two one, which is buy to and rent. sell, buy to rent. Yes. Right? And they're saying, okay, we're going to buy property and then we're going to rent it out. Mm -hmm. So let me give you two scenarios. Others may buy it cash. Let's say they're buying it for 700,000 and they put down 700,000 rands cash. Mm. So what you've done is you've put equity, your whole equity, uh, you've placed it into that property. Mm. And then you're looking at an average of about, what, let's say 8,000 rands mm. initially mm. because mm. the price of the property is um, equivalent to the price of the rental income of that particular property. Unless, of course, you break the rules and you subdivide Okay. The, the property, property into rooms and then like what they do with a student accommodation yes. and you put in much more and so you could double or triple yes. the return on that but yeah. essentially you've broken um, some of the rules unless of course you rezone that as well. Mm, okay. But in a normal case scenario, 700,000, you're looking at about 8,000 uh, for the first year if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you could be looking at 7,500 as an income. Come, okay. And then you weigh that. You're saying you've, there's equity of 750000 that's sitting in brick and mortar. mortar. And then the income that's generated from that is that... 7.5. 7. 7.5. Yeah. Um, let's assume you pay your rates and taxes and they cover their own costs and mm -hmm. so forth. And, and then you probably have a um, property manager or somebody that's looking after, after it. it yeah. They'll take their, I think, um, 11 or 8 to 11%. Mm -hmm. And then you're coming back with about 6,000 rents that's generated. That's income now. Okay. How long is it going to take for you to recoup the initial investment amount of 750,000? And 750,000, remember, you yeah. <laughs> um, was um, the property value. Yeah. You have to take into consideration the um, you know, uh, transfer costs yeah. and all other costs that, yeah. that are involved. So you're looking at about... Um, Close to about 800,000 rands. Mm -hmm. How long is it going to take you collecting 6,000 rands a month um, to get that 750? So yeah. the question you need to ask yourself is then... Um, Which is, it's, it's going to take you a while, is, actually. It's, 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 so it's, very much yeah, so. It's, it's a long... Like, it's, it's quite some time. Haul, so yeah. what, if you invest in that strategy, the question you need to ask yourself is, are we looking for ownership? Okay. And are we prepared to sit on that mm -hmm. and, and have our returns in about, um, when I did the calculations, was on average about 12 to 20 years. Yes. Mm. You know, mm. um, is that what we really want to do? And, and it's not a bad strategy at all. Mm -hmm. It's just that is it does it speak to the why you wanted to do it? Okay, yeah. And then the second option that you have is you might use the, um, and depending on how you have structured your Stockfell entity. Yes. You might then say, okay, fine, let's let's borrow. So let's okay. use, let's leverage on um, the bank's money. So mm -hmm. the bank... Take up a bond. Take up a bond. The yeah. bank pays 
for that. Yes. So we haven't lost the value of our, of our seven hundred and fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. We've just decided to use a monthly installment. Okay. About, let's say you're paying, you know, you got a good rate, so you're paying about six thousand rands mm-hmm. on that seven hundred and fifty thousand bond. So six thousand rands goes in. Um, seven thousand or six thousand comes back, but mm-hmm. you still got your value. Um, but the bank is the one that's 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 you know sitting on the on, sitting on, on yeah. there, and you're generating your income. And over about, I mean, you're looking at breaking even after about two two years, if it's in it's in the right market. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the right uh, clientele, mm-hmm. and everything is is just and assuming that everything is just standard. Mm. So in about two years, you start breaking even. From there on, in about five years, then you start making a bit more. Okay. You know. So what it means is it's now paying itself off in yes. two years. Yes, and yes, And it's now starting to bring in, let's say, an extra thousand rands okay. back. Yeah. Uh, but obviously that, that then becomes, you know, um, a slightly complicated process. However... Mm-hmm. That's a more viable process. Process, in it does. Generating it sounds sounds income. that Because at yeah. the end of the day, yeah. um, you're not losing equity, but you also want to generate income from, from this it. Yeah. property. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's now bringing in, it's not just you guys that are dropping in yeah. the bucket, uh, the rents and cents. Yes. It's now the property itself dropping into the bucket. So there's now two income streams that are coming in. And if you multiply that into about five properties, ten properties over a period of about two years. Yes. Um, then now you're looking at, you know, uh, let's say a thousand rand from each property, mm-hmm. ten properties, that's now ten thousand rands coming in mm-hmm. extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That means even if the initial uh, guys who were investing into the stock fell stop, mm-hmm. the stock fell will start generating income Come. and that income will grow at an average of 10% annually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're looking at, uh, you know, playing a, a, a game of, and, and this is what most people miss, right? Yeah. Investment always has to work with time. Yes. You that's know? that's, that's um, what dif- makes it different from savings. Yeah. Investment is, it, it's time. the duration so is time. It's, you have to sow, it's seed time. You mm-hmm. sow into it mm-hmm. and then there's time. That that's the pastor and that, you preaching the, right there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the, getting it from the pastors. <laughs> yes. And then the harvest. Yes. And, and the people, you know, most people just don't allow enough time into it. Any investment. I mean, that's why you're finding pyramid schemes coming in because yeah. people want immediate gratification, mm-hmm. immediate returns, and so on. And property is one of those that you have to give it time. Mm. It Which is to, why it's so important that we're doing this show for the millennial because you've got the time. If you start yeah. now, you've yeah. got the time to put it at the back of your head. Yes. And when you get to an in your 40s, in yeah. your 50s, 60s, you're sitting tight yeah. and nice, yeah? In, in fact, you, you've got to start young yeah. investing. I mean, I was just talking to my daughters today and mm. saying, you know, we, we're going to start their uh, bank accounts Yay. and starting to invest for them. It doesn't matter how little it is, it's the principle behind Indeed, it. Yes. And um, when you do that, whatever I put in with time... Um, you know, it, it will, you're looking at the compounded interest, interest. factor. Yes. Um, it's going to be so much more than whatever we had put in initially. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the discipline of the time. Time. So property is one of those games where you've got to give it time. Okay. Unless you're flipping. Yes. Flipping is no longer, I don't call it an investment, 
Um, I call it rather more like a uh, like work. Ho- work. It's a hobby. It's it's work. It's yeah, actually if you, if you like you need, DIY, yeah. fixing up houses and all of that, you, you've got to do yeah. it. Just, you've got to make yeah. sure it's done. Even if you've got a contractor, yeah. it's actually work because yeah. there's there's a it, it's a project that yeah. it has to have a start time, time and an end date. date because if you don't and and also you've got to sell it. There's still yeah. the part of selling it, mm, right? Mm, mm, mm. So that that becomes part of the work yeah. that needs to be done. But if you're saying Money work for me. Yes. Um, then you've got to put in the time factor. Okay. Okay. That's actually pretty cool. I, I, I like the idea of flipping. I've actually toyed with it a bit in my head because it seems like something fun. There's a couple of TV shows out there where they do that. It's basically flipping houses and, yeah. and it's challenges, maybe a competition who's gonna f- who flips it the best yeah. and makes it look yeah. good, you yeah. know. Um, but um, that is... That's- yeah, and the show is free of charge. Um, back to the questions. Yes. Gosnati, uh, now, just as a, a motivation, um, what are the seven habits that are contributing to your success? Uh, you want to pull Steve Covey on me now? Yes. The seven habits. That you think that you've got on lockdown that, are make, that have made you the success that you are. Yeah, that's a good question, eh? <laughs> you never think about it. But I think um, the first one is um, uh, start with the end in mind. I know it's from Steve, but it's, 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 I think it was a very, it's a lesson that I learned when I read the book yes. that changed my life. What do I want to see at the end? What's my why? Why? Um, because your why drives everything. What do I want to see at the end? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, 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 the second one, I think, is acquire knowledge and skill on, on what you... So be interested in the subject matter mm-hmm. that is going to allow you to get there because that, that's, the, that's the best thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, where, where am I? Number two. You're at number two. You, 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 can, you don't have to do all seven. You, whatever, we just want... Nuggets of what makes you a success that okay. you know could help. Um, so our I'm, listeners. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a reader. Yes. Um, so reading is I, I don't necessarily believe you just have to get go to university to acquire knowledge and and in this day, and it age. has changed it totally. Completely. I mean, so true. I, I think I've learned more from uh, mentors and from self-taught things um, than I did from my qualifications. Mm-hmm. Um, so reading, it's, it's, it's always, you know, be interested in what you are interested, interested in, in and where you're going. Yes. And um, number three, I think it's the passion. Uh, what are you passionate about? And that still takes you back to number one. Uh, but my passion is uh, seeing people grow. Um, I think that's what drives me, seeing one person from one point to a better Good. point. Yes. Even with myself, I mean, seeing myself progress it's it's a, you know but it's not as satisfying as seeing somebody else progress you know because then it's i don't know there's something that's just that's what gets about, you going about yeah? it. so you could call that um giving yeah always have a um a philosophy of giving whether you give your knowledge um whether you give your time um whether you give some of your resources um i think giving is is a um key principle in in success, uh, either way, mm-hmm. and then um, another one is have a very balanced life. 
Okay. I think, you know, we've got this mentality that uh, success, success means you sacrifice other areas of your life, mm, like mm. family, you mm. sacrifice other areas of life, like um, uh, taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to have a balance. It's very mm. important mm. Uh, because at the Socially end of the day, as well. you've got to live. Mm, so life is, is, is full of multidimensional. Mm-hmm. You know, take care of yourself spiritually, take care of yourself financially, um, take care of your, your relationships that mm-hmm. you have. Mm-hmm. Um, take care. So you've got to have a completely balanced life, life. And, and do it intentionally because if you don't, um, you will miss it. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. I try to, I'll, I'll sacrifice certain things that might seem profitable for the sake of balance. Uh, because I know some things, sense. some things will throw you off balance. Let's yeah. make an example that people might understand. I mean, you love music, right? Yeah. And you love to party. Yeah. Right? You can't party all the time. No. There's still time to study, right? Yeah. And there's basic lessons that you need to learn by spending time with family. Yeah. Right. There's basic lessons. So there's all those things. So you'd rather sacrifice your partying time. Um, for, let's say, study time. Mm -hmm. And you can't study all the time. You Mm -hmm. can't work all the time. So sacrifice certain time for that to say, no, I'm going to dedicate it to relationship. Um, Either your parents or your spouse or um, friends that are important to you Mm -hmm. contribute to that. um, So balance is is one of them. And um, what's the other one? Yeah, I think that's that's that's, that's about it. That's actually very well rounded and and a balanced answer. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Um, so. We've touched on so much already in our conversation. Um, thank you so much for giving of your time, for giving of your wisdom. Um, what would, um, lastly, how can the listeners get a hold of you if they want to continue this conversation with you one-on-one? Uh, you mean like my number? Uh, social media these days. They oh, can, they can I follow think the, you, the one email address. Media page that, has been worked on properly was LinkedIn. Okay. I think my Facebook is inactive. Okay. Um, I just don't understand it. You d- I, wow. I, 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 did, I couldn't just plug in. I think the first time I went on to um, Facebook, I was in the States and yes. I couldn't get hold of uh, my family. So the one way of getting through yes. was Facebook. Book, yes. And that's when I started, but it's not active. Uh, I think LinkedIn because um, of the... so. One of the things that, that, that I do is um, your relationship must have purpose. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't come into people's lives just for just. Just, yes. Um, even if it's you come in and, and the whole point is uh, to, to, you know, make friendship, the friendship must have some good ending. Because yes. otherwise, you know, when purpose is unknown... Um, the uh, abuse is inevitable. Well, so you, you will abuse the opportunity that you have with those people. True. So LinkedIn for me makes sense because mm. when you link with people, they are busy with their career. Yes. They are busy doing something. Yes. And what I've noticed is uh, they don't talk about things that are Trivial irrelevant. Things, yeah. You know, they'll yeah. say, I, I think we have a business opportunity to do mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. or I think there's a networking opportunity in terms of this or yeah. I think you could benefit from yeah. this. Yeah. Um, and then when you meet up with the people, you find out what they're passionate about, you yeah. find out what they... And then you can get to know them better if, if it goes to that. Yeah. So LinkedIn is one of them. And then um, via email. I mean... Yeah. Um, I think uh, I've, 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 on LinkedIn I've put my emails yeah. and I've also put in my numbers yes. if you want to get a hold of me. Yeah. Um, 
but I do believe that when you do something, you know, you know, uh, do it with purpose. You know, don't say no. Let's hook up and uh, and then we hook up and then what? And what? So there we go, guys. Ernest, he, he you heard him for for your, uh, heard him for yourselves. He knows what he's talking about. So you need to know what you're talking about if you want to have a conversation with him. You need to know what it is that you want. He is. If you go onto his LinkedIn page, he does give pro bono consulting. He does say that. But like you've heard it here, know your story. Know that whatever he consults, you're willing to get up and do the work that needs to, to, to be done in order to achieve that goal. Thank you once again, Ernest, uh, for coming through. Thank you for the wisdom. You've helped unlock the greatness of our listeners. Um, and we hope that this is not the end, that we'll see more of you and hear more of you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm available. Fabulous. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Until next time, this is your girl, Tula. Peace out. You obviously like to show, so please do share it. Friends, family, colleagues, neighbors, bosses, ex-bosses, and kids. Follow us on our social media pages at Stockfile Voice or Stockfile Voice Media. To see more content, please log on to our website at www.stockfilevoice.com. See you same time next month. Goodbye. You listening to Stokeville Voice Podcast, your gateway to wealth and wisdom.